Alyssa and Katy Perry with When I'm Gone. You tuned to Helderberg FM. And this morning, Monday morning, 20 past 8, we have Wes Jr. again. Good morning, Wes. Good morning, guys. How are you? Ah, we're good. We're good. Good. Yeah, because um, our wallets are full and we're so glad that you yes, give us every... It's normally <laughs> only the 25th that our wallets are full. Let's give that the true. 14th. True, true, true. But it's because of the great advice that you always give us. <laughs> so this morning, um, we're going to talk about early inheritance. So yeah. this is quite interesting. I also just announced it uh, like a few minutes ago before our 8 o'clock news that we're going to discuss it this morning. Um, interesting topic. So many parents toy with the idea of gifting their children some of their inheritance while they're still alive mm. especially in tough economic times like we experience many young adults are battling the make to make ends meet and could benefit from some financial assist, assistance as we're going ahead you know yeah. and going further yeah. so especially this past year two years uh, we feel that and say for instance you've got that the, that inheritance and you say well let's see now what are some yeah. things people should consider in in this event yeah so this is just a, an interesting article that i read so i thought I'd, it was a great topic and i thought it was quite useful and relevant and mm. um, so i thought i'd just unpack some of those key points from the article and there's a lot of things to consider here um, and uh, maybe the, even the first thing to bear in mind is that not everyone is in a position where their parents are able to, mm-hmm. you know, help them financially. Mm-hmm. It's it's maybe becoming an increasingly rare thing. But if you are fortunate enough, there are some things to consider. And the first thing would potentially be the family dynamics. Mm-hmm. So family dynamics and relationships, they are typically complex and they change. They're not static. They change throughout one's lifetime. And you need to be sure that any decision whether you are someone approaching your parents or you are those parents, any decision you make today regarding your children's early inheritance can stand the test of time. So if we look at today's society, we've got blended families. There's potentially children from previous relationships, stepchildren, children with special needs, there's divorce and remarriage. It can make this process quite difficult to navigate. So especially when it comes to determining what is equitable so and as Mm -hmm. relationships as the dynamics change over time it's Mm -hmm. possible that what you once thought was fair or equitable is no longer and then this can create a problem in future and so just to touch a little bit on what is what is fair and what is equitable because Mm. there's equal but equal doesn't always mean equitable so an equal apportionment is where if there's three children, we divide it into a third. A third, a third, a third, a third. That's equal. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that is fair. Because one of your children, they, as an example, could have like a low-functioning autism and they may never be able to provide for themselves and be financially independent. While another child could be highly skilled and quite financially independent. So in such circumstances, you might actually find it equitable that your children do not get equal shares. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, I know you mentioned this earlier, is that inheritance is multi-generational. So yeah. whether we like it or not... Our wealth is going to pass on to our kids and from our kids to their kids. And especially when you think of something like a family holiday home, it starts off potentially with siblings and then each sibling has kids. And then so then it's really nice in the second generation, mm-hmm. all the cousins get together, but eventually it gets kind of diluted Who's away. Who's getting the house for Christmas? And yeah. Then, yeah, and then it almost creates more tension than bringing families together. So just something to consider um, is that it is actually multi-generational. And maybe there's a tendency 
to to want to control the flow of how things happen and maybe we need to let go of that so after all we're not going to be mm. around and um, so mm. just just quite a few dynamics to consider mm. sure okay so you've already shared so much with us and um, let's take it just a step further now what about where you may decide to leave something to your kids and this upon an inheritance and now your child doesn't really like what you left mm. them which mm. <laughs> oh my goodness or um, they don't really want it and then also if we take it a step further what about if you don't if you make this early inheritance but then you realize oh my goodness I still need enough money for retirement. Oh, uh, so yeah. um, what about those two circumstances? Okay. So that's a great point. So there are differing value systems. So all children are different, and they are likely to have different value systems when it comes to finance. So one child, they might be really happy to inherit a 50% share in a holiday home, but your other child could be living overseas and is very unlikely to use that holiday home and, and therefore might not find the same satisfaction in a 50% share in the property. Or if you bequeath your business, one of your children might be really interested in running the family business and the other one, maybe that doesn't appeal to them at all. So this is a, something just to consider when, you, when you're trying to work out or figure out who you would want to leave these things to. Then the second thing that you touched on was your retirement plan. So whatever is kind of driving your desire to give your children an early inheritance, we can't lose sight of the fact that your retirement planning remains your first priority. And it goes without saying that you need to have a robust and stress-tested retirement plan in place before you can even consider any kind of distribution of your wealth. Um, it's, you know, it can also be quite difficult to know what retirement is going to look like and how much it's going to cost and what some of those upfront costs are going to be. And if there's a change in your health, there might be extra costs. All of those things need to be considered so that this next point open communication is essential if you find that you've given an early inheritance to your kids and actually you know something's changed in your circumstances you almost need that you would have appreciated that money to help <laughs> yourself to look after yourself mm -hmm. you, you need to have had that open communication with your kids so that they understand so that there's an appreciation so that they are aware of your plans all along and maybe they can say to you mom dad you know i know that you, this is so generous and you really want to do this this you want to give half your shares in the business to me but that's not my passion that's not what i want to do it just creates it takes away a lot of unnecessary frustration if there's that open communication mm -hmm. beforehand sure okay let's say we have been through all of these above um, things that you mentioned uh, that and took it into consideration now we've worked out uh, what is fair and equ equitable and communicated it well with our kids so all of that it's been done so what are the best practical way now of making these payments okay so there, there are a couple of things that you can do i'm actually just going to share two the two most simple ways that you can do it um, and the first is donations mm -hmm. so one way that you can kind of give your children an early inheritance is to make use of your donations tax exemption which allows you if you're giving it away you are the donor and potentially you would pay the tax but on the first hundred thousand you can do so without any tax so if you're married you and your spouse can both do a hundred thousand that's potentially two hundred thousand rand a year that you can give to your children without incurring any tax liability. Hmm. Wow. And that's kind of a method that's suitable in circumstances when a child requires financial assistance to tide them through tough times. 
or another great example of that is actually if you're wanting to set up tertiary education for your grandchildren, you can do that. That's a great way to do it. Then the second way that I'm going to share is through a loan agreement. So if your intention is maybe to gift a larger amount it's mm-hmm. a deposit for a house. It's going to be more than 100000 Then it might be more effective to structure that inheritance as a loan so mm-hmm. that the loan account, it will appear in your assets, in your estate, that if you eventually had to die, it, it would be there. There's an agreement that's there. And because it's a loan, it avoids the donations tax aspect that we're speaking about. And then in terms of your will, if you did pass away, you can stipulate in your will that your child does not need to pay back the loan. And this kind of works in a great instance where, like I say, you want to help your child with their first home purchase and you want to just avoid that donations tax implication that's one method that you could use that's very interesting Wes thanks a lot for chatting to us this morning and, and I think it's it's so necessary to consider this you know and you might think no I'm not at that age yet and no 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 but the thing is to, to start thinking and planning ahead is, is the main key yeah, yeah so, and some people also say hey listen I'm not going to be around anymore so it's not my problem and, yeah. and, and <laughs> that's quite a freeing attitude to have but mm. There are sometimes just such simple steps that you can mm-hmm. take that, yes, even though you're not going to be around, you, you can reduce your tax liability. It's just some careful foresight and planning that is not a lot of stress off your back that can actually just make the process mm-hmm. more efficient. Definitely. Wow. Now, if this is you and you're considering ways to reduce your estate duty or to help your kids set themselves up financially and you would like to hear more about this, well, you can contact Wes and it is Wesley at Multitrust.net. Wesley at W-E-S-L-E-Y Wesley at multitrust.net Wes, thanks a lot. Like it, thanks guys. Chat again next week. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye.